Okay. And what's up, everyone? It's Adam Cohen. This is the Adam and Paul podcast. We have a great episode in store for you guys. Um, we're going to do something a little bit different this week. Uh, this is all Raymond's idea. Uh, Raymond is the guy I'm having on today. Uh, thanks, Raymond, for joining me. And uh, I'm ready to get into this. Uh, this podcast, again, is available on Spotify, Apple Pod, Amazon Music as well. So uh, really three different platforms to give it a listen. And uh, yeah, share with your friends and uh, let's get right into it. So um, before I begin on my first topic, the idea Raymond had, Raymond, if you don't mind like sharing what the idea is just for the viewers to uh, let them know what's going on. Yep. So I'm Raymond. It's my pleasure to be on this episode of Adam and the Ball podcast. I know Adam likes to incorporate a lot of guests on these episodes to keep it like nice and fun and enjoyable content which i love thank you adam um so my idea was just to commentate a little bit on the warriors lakers game which is probably the most anticipated playoff series right as of right now and we're gonna get into that a little bit with the first quarter and answer some questions yeah so um that that's what's gonna go down we're gonna get into two questions just to start us off with the podcast and then once we actually get into the start of the game, me and him are just going to go back and forth. And because uh, Raymond is such a big LeBron fan, and, and you know, I have a lot of respect for LeBron. Obviously, he's one of, if not the greatest player. Um, and we're basically just going to go ahead and uh, just for fun, uh, I'm going to root for the Lakers and Raymond's going to root for the Warriors. And we're just going to, you know, comp commentate commentate throughout the game and you know just like have fun with it and, and see how good we do uh it, it should be entertaining and I'm, I'm excited for it so um our first topic of the pod is going to be other than the lakers i know with your bias you know everyone has has basketball player bias team bias all that but besides the lakers and the other three teams in the west who is your favorite right now to make it to the finals my favorite right now, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a big Knicks fan. I love my Knicks. But I think the Heat have a really good chance to go to the finals. Yeah, no, Where, I agree. And I I, meant, I said the West. I meant the East. Um, but, yeah, going off that, like, and what you said with the Heat, like, to even think that throughout their season, the Heat have – they've had a wild, like, up-and-down season. They were never, like – on major runs of win streaks and like getting into the rhythm of their season and we know that the heat bring the energy in the playoffs so with that being said like for them to get into the the play-in i think without jimmy butler let's be honest like their chances this of being not a playoff play-in without jimmy yeah butler. yeah exactly like with, without Jimmy Butler, their their win run at the end of the season and going into making the play-in would not have happened because... No, not at all. Yeah, Jimmy Butler is a proven winner. Um, he, he did it time and time again when he was drafted to the Bulls. He, I think, is the epitome of what the Heat franchise has been for years. We've seen it with um, Dwayne Wade in, in 06 and their run that they went on against the Mac. They, they held a bunch of teams in check and went on that run, beating the Mavs and uh, Dirk. And then we saw it again when LeBron went to Miami. They they um, 
they utilize their stars well. They utilize their role players well. They have the most undrafted players yep. in the NBA in the playoffs right now, and especially their role players. Oh yeah, um, like you got what, I like Dave Martin, Vincent, and Caleb Martin. Yeah, yeah, They're, they've been enormous, hitting threes like crazy this playoffs. Yeah, no, and um, they have a solid bench. They have all year, and uh, Goran Dragic, when he was on the Heat and in 2020 in that run to the finals. He was a big part of that offense, but obviously he's gone, yeah. and they still they still managed to pick up some some good players, some good undrafted players. Mm-hmm. Duncan Robinson. I think he was that. an All Star that year, that too. Oh yeah. So, like I said, like Jimmy Baller, obviously he's gone off all series long last last series, um, shocked most people in the in the league. And then we got all the role players: Duncan Robinson hitting threes. We know he's a good three point shooter. And then you got everyone else. So um, that's a good pick, honestly. Like, like you can't go wrong with the Heat. And if they yeah. go on to the conference finals, in my opinion, like, I think I think the Heat and the Knicks is a, is a definite probably Game Seven series. Like that's oh, going yeah. to like going to if Jimmy Butler's in, if Jimmy Butler's playing, that's the thing. Yeah. If he's out, I, I don't because I don't Game One, Julius Randle was not playing either. So. The, both these teams, not at full, because the Heat are missing a key piece in Tyler Hero. Um, but yeah. still, even without Tyler Hero, the Heat are, I think, a better team than the Knicks. Yeah, I mean, both teams look strong. I mean, the, the Knicks definitely surprised me. 100% they surprised me. They, yeah. I underestimated them in the first round. I, I thought that was a, a definite Game 7 series. And the Cavs... Having you know perimeter defense and just a lot more defense as a whole, the the defensive oriented team that we've seen all year, and having mm-hmm. two big men, like that that's such a big part of like a good playoff run. But like it, it just didn't show up, and then Donovan Mitchell didn't show up in, in most of the series, and I, I was things didn't go their way. No, exactly. It, it's it sucks because. I was I was thinking you know the Cavs they could be a sleeper team all series all season long and that they have the ability to to do that but yeah. then we didn't the Cavs see are it. also a really young team they definitely have a bright future though yeah I, I mean Mobley I had I had high hopes for him too like don't don't yeah. get me wrong he's he's one of the best defensive players in the league but you you have to show up and exactly like what we saw with Donovan Mitchell like. He's been a veteran for so many years in the Jazz. And I don't know if you watched the bubble game with um, the matchup between him and Jamal Murray. No, yeah, I did. That was, that was 100% like the, one of the best matchups or like back and forth oh, yeah. games that the series I've ever seen. I think, I think they both had 50, like two games yeah, in a row. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, it didn't matter. Like, it didn't matter like at all what they did, who you threw on them. They, they, were, they were both hitting step back threes and just getting wherever they wanted on the floor. So it was like ridiculous to see. And one of the best matchups I've ever seen. But um, if I had to make my pick for favorite out the East, um, I'm not gonna go biased on this one. I I feel like I, I want to go with the Heat because, like we both discussed already, that the Knicks they've they've shown they've shown really good promise in this series, and then obviously with the Cavs. Yeah. But the Heat just collectively have a little more firepower, 
And if they could just be better defensively with Jim, with or without Jimmy Butler in, they're very good contenders. Without oh, a yeah. doubt. Especially whenever, whenever your team's hitting your three-point shots, you're going to be contenders. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, with that unless being... you're the Warriors. <laughs> Bro. I was... Dude, I, I really... I still have good faith in, in Steph Curry, but... The, the yeah. Lakers, uh, dude, with Anthony Davis being at full strength, yeah, it's I'm not, I'm not gonna him. lie. Like, I can't even disagree. Like, they can go pretty far, and, and they they should yeah. with the way he's playing. Yep, they absolutely. Should. Especially All with right. Jared Vanderbilt guarding Curry. Oh yeah, series. yeah, yeah. That's right. He he is a pretty underrated defender and I, I didn't really pay attention to him much you know on the Timberwolves but now that he's on the Lakers he's a great you know role player and he's starting too I think right um yeah I think he does start I think he is yeah I think he is um but yeah like I said the Heat they have all they have it all with Jimmy Butler so it's it's gonna be interesting to see um if they play him, I mean, like, look at what they did with Joel Embiid. Doc Rivers threw him right into the game, and I don't necessarily agree with that decision at all. I think, yeah, like, you know, obviously, obviously, the the Sixers are a much better team with an in, and he he's what makes them the Sixers. Like, he's their franchise player, he but just like, wasn't ready. Yeah. He he fell so many times, like just jumping yeah, up, getting just rebounds. At least at least one more game, it would have gone way better for the Sixers, even if they lost game two. Yeah, yeah. And and like the the Celtics are just better off that matchup with with him in the lineup, and and they're more prepared to you know defend and and trap him and all that with the ball. So like. I'm sure you know I was I was I was pissed off after that first game because yeah as much as you like to you know be like okay we're they're without their star player they can get it going you know they have all the leverage on their side right now with him being out but yep. James Harden has he has an ability to just take take over, over take over yeah take over games and with Joel Embiid and him, them being on the same team, James Harden has a different role. He has a different, much different role than when he was on the Rockets and he was doing his thing and MVP Harden. He's a much different player now. He's a much more um, playmaking player. And yeah, he's, he's more of a, of a facilitating guard. He's not looking to score every chance he can get anymore. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure his body can't hold up to that standard anymore either. Yeah, and like I, I don't think the Celtics really planned for for that to happen, and and to and to see that type of performance from him because they have like let's be honest we haven't seen it in years, so I'm going yeah. off for 45 is like what the so like I'm trying to say like it, it's much different when you see an Embiidless Sixers and just James Harden being the main player for them so. I just think it comes out to be a much more different outcome. And last night in game two, it was like a completely different Celtics team. Completely different. And it, it was oh, one yeah. of the best games I've seen them play in a while. And, and Tatum, Tatum had seven points. Seven he had points. one made field goal, dude. He had one. 
and they won by 35. Yeah. So, you know, we we have to play to that standard with or without him, obviously. So it, it shouldn't matter um, whether he's in or not, whether he's injured or not, because if if they went if they had played the Bucks in the conference finals, let's say the Bucks beat the Heat. Yeah. Um, if Jimmy Butler has lingering issues with with how his back ended up in that in that series, we yeah. have to still be able to make the proper adjustments. We have to be able to go into the game knowing our matchups, know how we guard him throughout the season. It, it just we have to be smart and intelligent with with how we play um, off injuries. And I just yeah, I, I, I think they'll get it together. Sport, really. You can't just go into games and think you're going to win because there's star players out. Because you never know what can happen. Yeah. You never know. It's the playoffs, man. Really, anything anything can happen. Anything will happen. Let's be honest, bro. This script has gone wild all season long. <laughs> yeah. And, and now in the playoffs... there's no script this season. Dude, the script writers are going crazy. Can't even lie. I I, I was like, bro, if, if we get this Lakers-Warriors matchup, it's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. And you, you got the game pulled up? Yep, I got it up right now. All right, bro. So, um, yeah, like like we said early on in the game, we're going to do some commentating. Uh, I'm going to turn my volume up on the TV because I have it low. But, um, all right, I got it up. Should be a fun one. And like we said, we're going to be commentating throughout the first quarter. So, uh, the game is about to start and uh, should be a fun one. I'm excited. Yep, Jared Vanderbilt is starting for the Lakers. Dude, D'Angelo oh. Russell had a pretty good game in game one, didn't he? I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he had, had a bunch he of had threes. something points. Yeah. I think, um, I don't I don't necessarily think LeBron has to go off every game because with no. with, with the, the players that they have, if he drops even 20 points, I think they're fine. It goes a long way. As long as he's facilitating mm-hmm. and making smart choices. It, yep. And we got D'Lo with the ball, bringing it up. Clay Thompson, he's an underrated defender. He's got he's got to get up on his defense. He's got to be better. That'll help. Yeah. Ar with the shot. This is it. Got Curry up the ball. Mr. Draymond. Passing oh, off to Wiggins. Starting that instead shot. of Kevon Looney. Oh, yeah. Wow. I didn't notice that. That's it. That's going to be. I don't know. I wonder why they did that. He didn't get injured. Why? Yeah. No. LeBron step back, misses it. Green gets the board. Steph Curry bring it back up. Oh. Okay. Okay. Green with a little right, little uh, layup there. Warriors I'm a little behind first. you. Oh, you are? Shit. Yeah. Uh, AD a little off there. I'll try and, uh, you know, state the play like two or three seconds after it happens. Yeah, it's okay. Little, little offensive struggle to begin, but uh, should be should be good. Okay. Oh, that's way off. Wow. Okay. Green. Okay. Draymond Green. Points already. 
Okay, we got fun. Got to step into it like that. Any dreams of three? Okay. All right, we got Draymond running down. Hands it off to Clay. Clay with the three? Nope, that is short. Andrew Wiggins has to go off, honestly. Yeah. Got two greens on the floor. Good looks. Yeah. All right. AD with the inbound. Just going to palm that ball, AR. Got 4-3. Golden State is up by one, and AR hits the shot committee. Got LA up by one. With 9.40 to go. Curry with the pass to Draymond and gets the layup to go. Draymond Green already with like six points. Yeah. He had that one 20-plus point game in the sack series. Yeah. Oh, Wiggins with the block. He's got that defense on lock. Russell hit the fallaway shot. Okay. Lakers go up 7-6 here. Curry going to step into that? And he go. Oh, man. Hey. That was a good three. That was a nice three. Just a little step back three, fall over. Okay. Warriors up 9-7 here. A little bit of room. He's going to hit it. Yeah. He's saying that all day. LeBron with the ball. Wiggins on him. LeBron dribbling back here. He's going to dribble around AD. Okay. Going to hit that pass, and it's broken up, but Vanderbilt gets the rebound. Going to hit that. Oh, it's just short by Vanderbilt. Michael Green with the rebound here. Green running up the court. Is it going to go? And it gets... Oh, that was a region. I thought that was swatted. Yeah. He did reach into it, though. Oh, when he's up at the he's up at the line. All right. He's being aggressive. I kind of like that from him. Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was an easy hit. Okay. Teams are playing great defense out the gate. Mm-hmm. See that to start. Misses the first free th- free throw. Draymond Green. Only nine points a game. That's crazy. Okay, we got a 9-7 game. There is about eight minutes or so to play in the quarter. Hopefully we can get through this quarter here, not take up too much time. But uh, we'll see here. Draymond misses both. Come on, Draymond. Reeves brings it up. Rick gives it to LeBron here. AD, okay. And Vanderbilt passes to Dilo. Dilo's going to pull up from three, and he misses. Vanderbilt with the rebound. Another shot. LeBron organizing the offense. Dilo always takes a while to figure out his shot. Yeah, I have seen that. Okay, Vanderbilt. All right, and that's a miss. Michael Green bring it up to Curry. Curry's going to dribble. A little behind the back. A little behind the back pass to Wiggins. Draymond to Wiggins. Wiggins to Jermichael Green. And that's well short. Wait, oh, that was like dribbling. Struggling to get points. Yeah. Taking a while to figure their offense out here. Okay, D'Lo backing in as Curry. Going to fade away. Oh, 
put a shot from D'Lo over Curry, and it's now tied at nine with seven twenty-five left Yep. Okay, you're gonna hand it off to Draymond. Draymond wild shot at the glass and misses. Clay gonna get the ball, kicks to Jermichael Green. Green another three attempts, and he cashes that one in. Jermichael Green already Good showing shot. why he's starting. Oh. Steph Curry falling on the ground. D'Lo picks it up. Pass to LeBron. Hits the layup. It's now Golden State 12 to 11. Whenever LeBron drives to the paint, it's just so hard to stop. 6'9", 250 pounds. So physical. Steph Curry going to dribble it out. Kick to Wiggins. Wiggins from three, and he misses. AR will get the rebound here. Bring it up with about 6.30 left to go here. Kick it to LeBron with a three. Hits that three over Curry. Okay. LeBron already uh, showing up. Score first mentality in this first quarter. And he's got eight points. Two for two from three. Good start for LeBron. He's got eight of their 14 points. As we head to the break here. Good competitive game. And uh, with that being said here. Let's head to this fourth topic here. So. I'm going to ask, what has allowed the Knicks to look so good against the Cavs in the first round series? And um, do you think Julius Randle, with, um, he's had his struggles, you know, on and off. But um, yep. do you think he's going to stay in Nick after this season? Or do you think um, you think it's well, safe to say he, he will continue being a Nick? What are your thoughts on that? To go back on your first question, I've watched almost all the Knicks games this year. I think just the Knicks defense is so good on the road and at home. When you're a good defensive team and know how to stop the three-point shot, you're going to shut down teams every night. And the Cavs rely on that. They have two big men, and they couldn't do anything. Yeah, and um, I have not watched the Knicks. Obviously, I... I've watched a handful of games other than Celtics games, but I, I feel like I haven't watched enough of the Knicks to have yeah. an idea of how they run their their uh, their team and their their performances. But um, Randall, he's looked better than I you know I, I've thought throughout the season. He he can definitely shoot the ball well, and he's definitely developed his shot over the years with the Knicks. Hundred percent. I, I definitely see him coming back next year. I, I okay. don't think the I I feel like Jalen Brunson has overshadowed shadowed Rand, uh, Randall to the point yeah, where like people are like, country, oh, we don't yeah. need Randall, we don't need him, we could still win. No, we do need him. He's he's when I think about it, he's just like an off-brand LeBron. If you think about it, he, he's a big. Yeah, body. I kind of I was thinking that shoot. too. He could pass. Yeah. He could rebound. He has his off-the-court issues, though. He'll get mad at teammates at times. But besides that, he's a really good player. And I don't think the Knicks could afford to just trade him or let him go. Yeah, and even even with Randall in, they have they have a pretty solid bench. And, it, and it's it's part of why they've had their success this yeah. year. Um, you have Quickly coming off the bench, who was in the running for six-man. He's been really great this season. Yep, I, I've watched I've watched some highlights from him over games, and he's he's looked great. He has 
he has great like flash when he's playing. He's he's kind yeah, of he's he's a fast player. Yeah, he he reminds me of um, Tyrese Maxey a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. You know they got like the same player build almost. They got mm-hmm. they they have a lot of similarities. They're both very yeah. quick and they're both at driving. But um, I just think if the like Josh Hart when we traded for Josh Hart in the middle of the year, I did not think he would be starting. I thought he was just going to be a solid role piece to our team, but he's he's over succeeded. Yeah. Expectations. Dude, it looked like he took about like 15 free throws at the end of the last game. Yeah. 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 He, he, he got was everywhere. He had, yeah. I think he had like five rebounds in the last two minutes of that game. Yeah. No. He. I, I watched him get some of those rebounds, and he wanted it more than all the Heat combined at the end of that game, and he brought energy. Which and he's only a six-six guard. Yeah. Holy crap! 104 games missed. Wow. All right, we're back here. What were you gonna say? When AD, when AD's healthy and not missing games, he's a top, easily a top ten player. I agree. 100 percent agree. Clay hit the three in the corner there, and the Warriors are now up by one here. LeBron taking the ball up here. Davis set the screen for him. LeBron bring it up. Guarded by Poole. He's going to drive. Kick it out to Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt from three. Cash. Jared Vanderbilt with the three. Jared Vanderbilt's not really known as to be a shooter. Just really a defenseman. Only nah. averaging around like eight. Clay hits the three. I almost said three there. Clay with the jump shot. And it's now tied at 17. AR with crossover, kick to AD. AD that rims out. Got Moody kicking it to Steph Curry with a big rebound. Oh, got a foul on Reeves? I don't think that was a foul. Wait. I need, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna need to replay that here. Here we go. Oh, that's just a Clay Thompson jump shot. Okay, here we go. Oh, that's just a three attempt. Not much you can do when they're kicking it. I, I mean, if you're already, you know, contesting a shot like that, um, you lower the chances slightly of him draining yeah. that shot. But if you're late to contest, it's it's almost always going in. There's like very little chance that he misses that. Mm-hmm. You just have to pray that he does not. Oh yeah, it. yeah. Play, play oh. and Curry probably the best best shooting duo ever to walk the court. There's just not best much to ever do. Oh yeah, best shooting duo to ever do it. And got offensive interference here in the Lakers. Why did you, dude? <laughs> <laughs> this dude got issues with um the bat with <laughs> the basketball like last game he. Hit it into the wrong basket. Got the yeah, you Warriors saw that, points. right? I'm like, dude, like 80 to the Warriors confirmed. Oh, <laughs> okay. Cool falls. AR going to hit the shot. Misses. Dude, AR has been like wildly like underrated this year. Oh, yeah. AR I love this probably, play. He's, he's got just gotten the start, but majority yeah. of this year he was a six man. 
mm-hmm. and he's excelling at his starting role now as a start as a shooting guard for the Lakers. Yeah, I love how he plays. And Rui with the dunk. Okay, Rui's got to got to get into this series. He's got to get it going. Yeah. He was a, he was a key part in the Lakers win over the Grizzlies. Yeah, yeah. All he needs to do is just amp it up a little bit, amp up the energy. He's got the energizing role. Um, yep. DiVincenzo back oh, reverse layup. DiVincenzo and it's tied at 19. We got about four or so left and change to play. D'Lo with the ball, gonna dribble around Clay. Back door pass to AD and AD hits the floater. Is it me or does D'Lo look a little like goofy when he dribbles the ball? <laughs> you know he does. He does. Oh, okay. It's a tight game and, off the bat. Yeah, it's gonna be no very competitive. A clear lead. Back and forth. Got Schroeder. Didn't look like Schroeder for a second, but that's that Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. He gets he gets starting minutes of coming off the bench. Oh, we got game three, man. Tomorrow, 7.30. Uh, Sixers, Celtics? Yep, as the series shifts to Philly here. That's going to be tough. He, hopefully, um, Joel Embiid's not at 100%. Yeah, I'm curious to see how Doc uses his meds next game tomorrow yeah. and, and what he does. But, um... It should be it should be closer than it was last game. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping it's a good game. I, I don't as much as like blowouts can be like good, like we're playing at our best, like you want a competitive game. No. I I really think that the Nuggets are gonna sweep the Suns. Sweep them, yeah. The Sun the Suns have no answer for the Nuggets. They're just too good. Offensively, defensively, the bench is stacked. Nobody on the Suns bench averages more than three points a game. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like the Nuggets, you got you got Bruce Brown off the bench, and then Jeff Green. Bruce Brown's a dog. Yeah, he, he was he was pretty good on the Nets, I can't lie. He, he was great for them. And he's definitely a great role player off the bench, but... Mm-hmm. Pool with a three, and wow. Okay, he missed everything on that. <laughs> Uh, Jordan Poole definitely not starting off hot after missing a game uh, attempt at a game winner last game. Yeah, he um he tried to do a little too much with the courtside baddies, but <laughs> they left after that happened. Okay, now with the uh, commercial break, we are going to get into. We're gonna start with um two of our playoff performances, but um let's get into. Your top five to start. You'll start with, I guess, your your first player or your best playoff performance. Just start with one and kind of break it down. What uh, happened? Well, so my number one. So I personally watched this back in my. I remember being. I remember the day and the time. It was like ten yeah. o'clock. The Heat were versing the Pacers. It was Game Six. Yep. It was like 2013. Yep. And it was just Paul George on the Pacers with like Roy Hibbert, George Hill, those days going up against the three-headed monster in the Heat. 
And to avoid elimination, Paul George has the best game of his life, locking down LeBron, D-Wade, and Bosh, holding them all under 20 points. Dude, Paul George on the Pacers, man. One of my, like, most underrated uh, players on a team in, in, in the last yeah. 20 years. And he's just, he was just at his peak athletic performance. Like, not to, not to like, discredit him and, like, his capability yeah. offensively and, like, him athletically, but, he, dude, like... Him, just him, dunk, him dunking, like him dunking, like wide open dunks, like driving, you know, hitting windmills and like all that. Yeah. That was like so fun to watch. It was devastating how he snapped his leg in half in the that you won USA summer thing. Yep. Because that, that derailed that. his, I mean, not derailed, he still had an awesome career, but it really derailed him from what he could have like ultimately been. 100%. And, and like, for a player to like, he was he was without a doubt an all star at the time, and it was just like it was just the start of his great career. But you know, after that, going to the Thunder, playing with Russ, like he still had great. He was still great offensively. He still paired well with Russ, but um, he just wasn't. He, he wasn't he enough. The same pop. Too. Yeah, he, he just was not. It, it's just like Derrick Rose. Like he he was able to come back, but it, we just didn't see him. We just didn't see him the same way. Yeah. And then his career just kind of derailed. But you know, Paul George, his career is not obviously over. He's still coming back eventually. Mm-hmm. I hope. Yeah. Even though the Clippers are out, but um, we we hope to see. We hope to see a return. We hope to see him back to what he was, or, or not back to what he was, but like somewhat close, because yeah, something of that nature. Yeah, because like we, me and you both miss just just how fun it was. Like at a young age, watching that, it's like yeah, absolutely. Especially his windmills and his three sixty dunks. Yeah, bro, he was just different, man. And I, I liked him on the Thunder, but. Indiana PG was just a different man. Hopefully he can get back. Dude, imagine, so, um, imagine he went back to the Pacers next year. That that would be like a reunion in heaven. With uh with Ty- Tyrese Halburn. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Alright. So who's your number one performance? Well, I wasn't gonna go um I wasn't gonna go off my number one right away. I was yeah. gonna start actually Surprise, surprise. I have Paul George's um I have Paul George's second half um against the Heat. It was in the conference finals though. And they were down it was that series they were down 3-1 in 2014. Oh. Yeah, he had that crazy he had that crazy half. 31 points in the second half. Going absolutely crazy. Oh wow. Was that when he dunked on uh, the Birdman? Yes, yes. Yep. He, dude, like, I was 10, I think. And, um, yeah, th- those are, those are the years where I was, I was just, just starting to get into basketball a little bit. It was like mm. 2012, 2013. And I was, yeah. Cause I, I started at like six, but I wasn't really watching like that. 
obviously yeah, you didn't really football. understand it fully. Yeah, exactly. I didn't understand the game. So, mm-hmm. you know, early 2010s, I was like, no, who is this guy? And why is he like scoring, <laughs> yeah, why is scoring he doing like these... that? Yeah, at that yeah. level against everyone's talking about the Heat and, you know, being like the best team in the league or one of the most yeah. dominant teams in a while. Like, it's like, wow, this, this guy is just single-handedly carrying this team. It's like the first time I've ever seen that. Mm-hmm. So to see that happen was just it, it was it was crazy to me and I was just like wow this guy's gonna be a fun guy to watch for a long time and then Ooh. unfortunately injury happened but mm-hmm. yeah that's that's my uh, number five performance and uh, we'll get we'll get into our other ones after the break but um, as we're back into a minute twenty left we got LA up by four twenty six twenty two Steph Curry jump on around misses that shot. AD grabs the board. LeBron bringing it down. He's going to spin move like that and the layup Ooh. off the glass. Oh. <laughs> that spin move was very uncharacteristic of LeBron at this age. Yeah, to spin, to spin like that and how quick quick that spin was, man. I can't lie. That was nice. I right, got Looney. Pass to DiVincenzo. Fake three. Pass to Looney. Try, should be trying to get Curry in a groove. Once Curry's in a groove, it makes everyone's life easier exactly got leave with that board it is now 2024 20, lakers up by four got about 30 seconds or so left in the quarter Rui with a yeah, three so. splash Rui lakers take a has come to play today yes sir he did you got uh, already with 12 points yeah he's at he's at a solid Looks like it'd be a big scoring night for lebron Oh, yeah. Curry with the pull-up long two. Five-point LA lead now. As the Sometimes that's all you need to up. just get going. Just yep. Quick, two. quick get-going shots in the first quarter. Set yourself up for a better second quarter here. As the game clock winds down, LeBron with the ball. Do we have a potential? Potential? Oh, what a shot. Wow. Good shot to end off the quarter. We got a second and a half left. Pool is going to inbound the ball. Finding DiVincenzo. And... DiVincenzo from half court. Oh. <laughs> it's no good. No good by DiVincenzo. We got a seven-point Laker lead going into the second quarter here. A fun little entertaining first quarter, to say the least. LeBron has a great start. Looking great. You love to see it. That's going to end off that quarter and us commentating. Um... You know, let us know. Let, let me let me know if uh, you guys want to see comment, commentating again by uh, any other people I have on. And um, we're just going to roll with uh, the rest of our last topic here. And uh, we'll continue with our playoff performances. Raymond, go ahead and give me your second playoff performance. So my second playoff performance is actually, you mentioned it earlier in the podcast, Donovan Mitchell in the bubble. Dropping 57 points to keep their team alive. Good, good pick. Now, now just give us a little rundown on, like... I remember, because, so, I remember him and Jamal Murray just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, shooting threes, lights out, and it was the bubble. It was, like, August, and the playoffs were playing, so I was just at home just watching it, because there's nothing else on. And... It was just really special because I think I think he had like a triple double too that game. 
Yeah. It was like, it was like he had like magnets in the ball. He just couldn't miss. He had 57 points, 11 boards, nine assists, while shooting 65% from three. He yeah, no, the, the the efficiency was off of freaking charts. Him, yeah. him and Donovan and Jamal Murray, like two of the like like one of the most efficient like head-to-head matchups in, in a playoff series I've ever seen. And I'll, 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 me and you, I can both probably safely say, are just glad we got to see that. And like some of these players, just like absolutely going demon mode in the in the bubble. And uh, like, yo, um, Devin Booker, TJ Warren, yeah, and Devin Booker, yeah, yeah, Devin Booker too. Like they went like oh, seven yeah. and zero, I think, in the bubble. And mm-hmm. just crazy, crazy performances, and it was like stuff we've never seen before. Like it's crazy to like think of how you know locking people in like a, a space in orlando like what it does to your basketball skills like you know you have no outside yeah. distractions I, I feel like everyone's like i know people are like oh the bubble the bubble isn't real it, it's a fake championship yeah. yada 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 but like everybody was under the same circumstances you yeah I, I don't i don't really i don't agree with the whole like oh it was a fluke like it, it was like the most competitive and locked in like majority of the league was ever in, mm-hmm. and I, I don't think there's many arguments against against how some of these players played or you know whatever it was, but um yeah. it, it was just such a good you know like obviously the situation sucked but lo- getting these players like locked in for for an entire playoff series was absolutely electric and it was just awesome. When the bubble was going on, I remember watching like JaVel McGee. He would post like day in the life in the bubble. And he would go pick up like coffee from Jim, Jimmy Butler, just all in their little like hotel. Oh, that's funny. That's fucking funny. All right. So I will get to my fourth or my, my fourth uh, playoff performance, my, my fourth ranked. It is. The Dame Lillard 50-point game against the Thunder. One back time. In, back in 2019, over a PG, saying, Ooh. see you later, Thunder, as they closed the series in five games, and that was the, the series clincher. And, dude, like, Dame... That was, as, yeah. you, as Paul George said, that was not a good shot to take. No, well... Dame Miller is one of those guys, him, Steph Curry, maybe like one or two, like Luka, maybe one other player. Like, Mm -hmm. they, like Jimmy Butler in playoffs. But like, they can, they can take and make, and make shots on the floor. They, they can probably hit a damn near almost half court shot. Like, like Steph Curry did against the Thunder. And they can probably do it with ease. Yeah. They have, they have a clutch gene that, no, not many other people in NBA have, and it was, dude. Like, did you did you see that game live? Did you see the end of that live? Yeah, I saw that game live because I was rooting for the Thunder because of Paul George on the team. Oh, uh, dude, I, I I didn't like I didn't have a clear favorite, but I just Dame Lillard is one of my best my favorite players of all time, yeah. and I, I I really hope even though it probably won't happen that he gets a ring because he deserves it almost as any more than anybody else. And like I was, I was trying to say, like 
a performance like that to to just will your team at the end, it's um, it's nothing short of just like it. It, it just shows your greatness and what you're willing to do just just to win games. Mm-hmm. And and just the confidence to just pull up from that distance, uh, being guarded and, and whatever it was, and then he was yeah. like, you know, point to my wrist because you know, bro, it's Dame time, bro, it's Dame time, <laughs> Dame time. And, and the rest of the, the uh, Trailblazers bench going crazy and like swarming him, and then that yeah. meme with him just like staring up into the camera, like, yeah, I'm that mm-hmm. guy. Like, like nothing happened. Yeah, exactly. This is normal for me. Exactly. All right, man. Now let's get to your third, and uh, just give us a little. Uh, My third, Game Seven, Kawhi Leonard on the Toronto Raptors against the Philadelphia 76ers. Good pick. That's probably my honorable Joel and B. Oh yeah. He dropped forty-two <laughs> points to keep the Raptors alive, going to the playoffs in Game Seven. Good pick. Good that pick. Was- Nobody, nobody saw saw the Toronto Raptors going to the finals and winning against the stacked Warriors that year. Yeah, give or take, the Warriors were injured, but still, you have to give credit to Kawhi and the Raptors organization for winning that. Yeah, I, I think I think Nick Nurse is has been like a great coach, and and it shows yeah. like what what they're capable of. You you add one star like uh, Kawhi Leonard. And in that year, like before he went to the Clippers, he was just he was a he was a different player. Uh, I mean, he's still the same player. Like, like he it's is. Just, he's not on the court enough to show that he's that same player. Yeah. And when Kawhi's on the court, he can easily take over a game like that. It's just he's never on the court. Yeah. And like, like um, with Nick Nurse, and, and you you add the star of Kawhi Leonard, and he lets his coaching kind of, you, you know, do its work. And that that coach, that whole run with the Raptors, like, I, I wasn't overly surprised. I, I, I knew they had the, the team and the capability to do it. Uh, Fred Van Vliet, he's, he's always been, like, pretty pretty a pretty solid playoff performer. And yeah. I think he had a bunch of games where he's dropped, like, 30, 40 points. Like, yeah, he... Um... Because I think that's the year that they actually like undraft, well, picked up Fred Van Fleet from the waivers because he was not drafted, and yeah. he he showed why he should be a starter in the league that playoff run. Yeah, and and him like Siakam, um, they had a very balanced team that year, and they still do. But mm. adding Kawhi Leonard that year. Like, the fact that he alone went to that team and won in one year, and it's like, yeah, I want to go to L.A. I want to be in L.A. I want to get out of Toronto. Like, I don't blame yeah. you, but, like, it, it, still, it's like... He was only in Toronto for one year, too. Yeah. He could have done... Do that he could have definitely year? done a lot more damage. Oh, yeah. He, he could have probably at least another ring by now. Yeah. But, um, great selection, and honestly, that's probably... It probably should have been on my list, but it's, it's uh, in the honorable mentions. So, yep. we got my my third ranked playoff performance. We're gonna go with the Derrick Rose thirty four point game, and where he had the bank shot buzzer beater against them Cavs in twenty fifteen. Oh, against the Cavs. Yep. That buzzer beater off the off the bank. Um, what 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 game was that? 
That I think, was. I think D Rose took that series to seven. I'm pretty sure. I think so. I I don't I don't have what game it was. I could probably look it up, but um, I I yeah. think it was might have been earlier in the series. If I'm not mistaken, it was yeah. probably one of the first games. But there's definitely a tone setter for that whole series, though. Yeah, yeah like yeah. the Bulls were it, no joke. He he let the rest of that he let the rest of that Bulls team know this. We have to play with energy. We we are capable of shutting down um, the Cavs and LeBron. We are capable of it, and we can go the distance in this series. And I'm not going to back down. Yeah, is what he said. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just it was enjoyable. I, I was I was still young, so I I don't remember every aspect of that series. But it was definitely like one of the most, one of the more underrated series, in my opinion. Yeah, and that's. Um, I think in that series he actually got hurt, or it was like the year after that. That's when he tore his knee again. Yeah. No. Wait. I think it, it might have been late. A little. Yeah. No. I, I want to say it was later in, in the series. I think. Yeah. Where where his injuries started to probe him a lot more but um dude i i, I miss derrick rose I, i'm like bro they they need to play derrick rose on the knicks even <laughs> yeah. for even for like a minute or two just to like throw him in like yeah the knicks, uh, just, oh, their it, fans would be just chanting derrick rose derrick rose to go in at the end of the game that, uh, like it, it's just it's so sad man like all these players such entertaining childhoods and it's like mm-hmm. they could have such long-lasting careers that they could be like LeBron, like where, like not obviously him, but uh, like yeah. a good, sustainable, like 18, 19 year career. And they could have like great accolades, great success. And we just see it thrown down the tube. But it, it's not like it's necessarily their fault. Like the injuries are part of the game. Yeah. But it, it's, it's like, I don't know, man. Like, we, we got to find a way to just, like, make these situations just uh, more manageable. Like, with, with football and the NFL, you got all, all this equipment and technology. Like, we have to find a way to just utilize yeah. that even better than we do w- w- with some of these players in the NBA because mm-hmm. it, it's so sad. Like, there, there's just careers where it's just much more manageable in the NFL now than it is in the NBA. And we don't see it as much in the NBA at all. Yeah. It's just the NBA. Like, there's, you're not wearing equipment, obviously. You're just wearing some basketball shoes, maybe a, a shooter sleeve. But yeah. You're not wearing anything. Protection protective. protection in the NBA is just it's, – it's, it's rare. Like, Steph Curry yeah. you have with his ankles. Like, he's had injuries on and off with that. And he has those, like, braces and, like, whatever mm. it is to, like – keep him padded from uh getting those ankle injuries that's something but i think i think that needs to be more consistent throughout more players yeah. jimmy butler think- it could have been helped you know if he had something yeah. like that along the lines to his injury yeah. like it, it all goes hand i think in hand. i think the nba because they did reduce the games to eight to 72 like i think two years ago so like it hasn't been an eighty-two game season for two years. Yeah, but I think that helped a lot with players like playing every game, like more often. Yeah, like, um, I think that's name? something. What's his name on the Nets? Yeah, um, Bridges. Bridges played eighty-three games this year. Like, that's crazy to think about it. Yeah, and it's much more. 
I'd say respectable and, and just it, it's great yeah. to see a player like that. Um, just having energy. I, like, I know the NBA is all about like, oh, who, who could be the best put together team and this time and just when you're hit your stride and your flow and whatnot. Yeah. Oh wow, he hit that. Oof. Oh yeah, I, I just saw that actually. <laughs> it's crazy. Okay, let's let's just get right into what do we have left? We got two more, if I'm not mistaken. Let's get into your fourth playoff performance here. My fourth playoff performance. So, my beloved New York Knicks, we lost, but Melo had 39 points in a game seven against the Indianapolis Pacers mm. that mm-hmm. year that Paul George, which I mentioned earlier in my list, won against LeBron. Yeah. Good he had 39 points. Uh, five, he had five steals that game. And Melo does not play defense. He does not. So having five no. steals in a playoff game is insane. Yeah, uh, dude. <laughs> Melo being at that last like uh, Knicks game, it, it was it was actually cool and like a full circle moment. It like gave me yeah. kind of flashbacks almost to 2012 and 2013. Absolutely. Really, that solid. It was such a good, great series in general as a whole, that next series back then. But now I'll give you my second-ranked one. We'll go with my favorite all-time player, Dwayne Wade, when he had his 46-point game against my Boston Celtics in the first round. Um, this was back in, I want to say, 2010. Uh, if I had to remember, oh, was this the this was the year before LeBron joined? Yes, sure. he was. It was like right. It was just before. Yep. Because he Chris joined. The, yep. He joined in the 2010-2011 season, and then obviously they they lost in the finals to Dirk. But yep. Yeah. It was that. It was one of the early round series against the Celtics, and it was one of the more like efficient and like you know all around performances I've ever seen scoring wise Mm -hmm. and I was like man I just I love his game is like at some points in his prime was kind of comparable to like Kobe and his ability to make shots hey guys um I I apologize for um cutting off the, the, the last couple minutes of this episode uh the recording just randomly cut off and we tried a few s- separate times to record and, and just get the end of it finished. But we just we just struggled um, getting the proper audio and figuring things out on this new app because this the app is completely new to me. So um, I, I apologize again for any of you that are listening to this, but um, hopefully you enjoy what, what I was able to put out. And um, yeah, I'll see you guys in the next episode. And um Thank you for your patience. Peace.